Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. How was your weekend, pal? Uh, it was good. It, it, I'm, I'm a little wiped out from it, and it's not because I drank a lot of alcohol or Did partied some a lot. Did some fucking. It wasn't because of any of those things. Okay. What's going on? Um, Dave Chappelle decided to, to, decided to start a show at midnight on Sunday. That's bullshit. I, I have to imagine that was not the ticketed time, or was it? It was. It was? Yeah, the ticketed time was 11.59 p.m. Wait, so... Oh, hold on. Where's my ticket? My tickets, it should be right here somewhere. So here's my question. Did he do two shows or something? Uh, I, ooh, I wonder if it was two shows. Well, in what scenario would where where did you see Dave Chappelle? Radio City. Okay, so let's see Dave Chappelle Radio City. Oh, it was a midnight pop up show. Yeah. Oh, and you just got tick. Like, what happened? How did you get tickets? What what went on? <clears throat> so, uh, Jeff, my friend Jeff, called yeah. er, on Saturday night. We're hanging out, and he's like, "Hey, uh, my friend Demi wanted to know if I wanted tickets to see." Chappelle yeah and I'm like do you want to go and I'm like all right yeah sure now he's thinking they're free they're not okay um (laughs) so like right before the show I think he figures out they're not free and he's like oh shit um but so we how much were they uh 169 was the face with fees okay So so his friend called him up and said I have the opportunity to to sell you two hundred dollar tickets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we took them and we went, but but it got tricky when we got there because apparently it was like a coworker of hers and some other and see there was four tickets, mm. but somewhere along the line she invited a fifth person. Okay. And one of the tickets got scanned twice, and so there was five people in four seats, and it was sort of a hot fucking mess. Yeah. Okay. This per- I already don't like this person <laughs> because here's the thing. When did these tickets go on sale if it was a midnight pop-up? That implies it was it was announced kind of last minute, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she bought five tickets. She bought four tickets. But she invited five people? Correct. But so why does it matter that one of the tickets got scanned twice? Because that's how five people got in. So th- wait, so five people actually got in the venue? Yes. Well, that shouldn't have happened. 100% did. Okay, so where did the fifth person go? Uh, it sat uh, between two of the, like, knees, and and it seemed horribly uncomfortable. Dude, wait, so there were four adults, yeah. and then in between the knees of two of the adults, a fifth adult sat there? Co- correct, at Radio City, yeah. Uh, that this, I would have just, if I were you, I would have been like, I'm going to go. So I I've been like, just sh- give me my two hundred dollars back. I do a morning show. I didn't even really want to go to this. I thought I was taking free tickets. So it mostly ended up being okay, but there was one point that the ushers noticed and said something to her, and it would just happen to just the dumb luck that the fourth, the other, the third guy in the group, who was her coworker, had gotten up and left, and she just sat down in his seat for a second, and everything was fine. Dude. And that was that was like right before that was like three openers. So, oh yeah, by the way, there's four openers of course at the midnight there were. show. So here's the other thing about this. Your friend Jeff's friend is an asshole. How do you make this mistake? Did he did she not know it that he invited you? It was not a mistake. You? She purposefully did this. She purposely invited five people for four tickets. <laughs> Apparently, the story that I got was that is that there was four people going, and at the very last minute, because she's a musician, also, yeah, one of one of the people in the audience was really cool, and so she brought her along. Dude, this person's an asshole. <laughs> she was really nice to me. So your friend Jeff has a friend that knew she only had four tickets to a thing. So she knows that there are four people going. She has four seats. She's playing a gig. She sees a woman in the crowd. 
uh-huh. and says, do you want to come to Dave Chappelle? Oh, wait, no idea how I'm going to get you in. We don't have enough tickets. Oh, they just, they just, yeah, they somehow passed a ticket back. And That's I not how this fucking works. I, I mean, don't I, know how, dude, I completely agree with you. I thought that was impossible, yet there was still five adults in four seats. You're, okay, what I'm telling you is your friend Jeff's friend is an <laughs> asshole. It's like it. This is worse than if you have a dinner reservation for four, and you're like, "I brought a random friend," and now we all got to crowd around the table. All right, this is like a two-hour, three-hour seated event. Also, what the fuck? And what transient weirdo said, "Yeah, I'll come to this show without a ticket." <laughs> yeah, musician. Like, was she trying to fuck this woman? I don't. I don't, I don't think so. What? What is? I think. This? I think the person was like a tourist from out of town. How would? Was anyone like, "Hey, what's what's what was this?" woman's name make one up because I, I know you won't give me a real susan name. was anyone like hey susan what the fuck <laughs> um so i i i, I don't want i don't want a human being in between my knees at this I, show i did not say hey susan what the fuck you should have i just met susan you, well, you would have been like susan I, I just met you and based on everything i know about you i fucking hate you i would have been much more upset if ever it turned into an issue right it never did it now, seems like it did when it she did, was she's sitting a, on the ground i think i think jeff's opinion would be much much more jeff and the tourists opinion would be much much more uh relevant in this in this line of questioning well, is question, what i want to say she didn't make the tourist have to pay for not having a ticket did she i have no idea if she did or not i hope not but she definitely sat on on her lap the, the entire show do you realize how fucking insane this sounds? Like, I don't even care about the rest of the show. Do you show. realize how insane it was to be sitting through it? That it's 1.30 in the morning, fucking earthquake is on stage, and there's and, and somehow we snuck a person into Radio City. And, and she sat on someone's lap, and they had Three, not yeah. previously known each other, I guess, hours prior? Correct. Oh, I hate this woman. I hate the woman that went along with it, and I hate the woman that invited her. I just walked into the situation. Someone asked me if I wanted Dave Chappelle tickets, and when Dave Chappelle does a pop-up show at midnight in New York City, some shit could happen. Yeah, the thing is, I think if, at a, if it's at a club, some shit can happen. At Radio City, it doesn't excite me as much. I guess you're right. It's very, it's a very safe venue. But, but, but uh, so when did you, when were you asked for money for the tickets? Uh, I was never asked. Jeff never. He just told me that 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 he was that she was asking, uh, she was asking him, and he never asked me. But I just sent him the money. You know, him and I, we don't have to. It's it was like literally as I was showing up to go to his apartment, or like I met him at his apartment for us to go to Radio City. The show was at midnight. I met him at his apartment at eleven. I hope you guys and- split it five ways. Did you? <laughs> Like he, even I don't. He doesn't have to like ask me. He told me what was going on. I just sent him the money. Well, that's very nice of you. Because th- this, this, things. I no, I get it. I'm not saying that you should hold money over the heads of your friends. <laughs> I'm simply saying that this woman seems like she made it seem like she was giving a gift, and then she gave this gift <laughs> to more than she had. She gave it out to multiple people. Then said, "Pay me for it." Also, I've given out too many tickets. That is precisely what happened. And and I like I like I think like that, I started like somebody to say. who does that. Somebody who's one of those fancy free, like, oh, it'll all work out. I just hate them. They're just not me. Like I can't deal with that level of like, why would you introduce this into a situation? We had a nice yes. thing. You could yes. we had a ticket per person. We know how this process works. Now we have stress. <laughs> For no reason. No, she had no stress. No stress of course whatsoever. She didn't she's a she's a, an asshole. I had stress that every time the I saw the usher doing his little rounds coming up and down the aisle, I leaned forward to cover her. Yes, this is what I'm. Ta- I completely understand. This right? is the stress that I get. This yeah. is like if somebody I'm with is like, "Listen, we have 20 items. They say the check-in line can only have 15. Let's go." I'm like, "No, I don't want to. I don't need. I'm sure it will be fine, but I don't want to put myself in a situation where I am blatantly wrong and I know it because if I get called out, I have nothing to stand on." Correct. And you know, and like the thing is, like when I when you know you have nothing to stand on, you and I you we can try to get away with things, but if someone catches us, we go Gotcha. Got us. 
Sorry, we'll get out of your way, right? No, no, no. This would have been, it, dude, if, if the usher had seen her sitting on the lap the second time, it would have been, come over with the flashlight. Can we see everyone's ticket? Where are you supposed to be seated? And one of us didn't have a fucking ticket. It would have, I would have just been like, obviously, the woman sitting on this person's lap gets thrown out. Who, by the, the way, don't paid know. for all the tickets. The one who didn't have the ticket is the one who paid for all the tickets. Good. You know what? Okay, wait. So it wasn't the tourist? No, I think she gave the tourist a, a, a printed out ticket. Well, that seems fair, considering... Okay, now I have a different theory. <laughs> you know what you motherfuckers all did? What? You paid so she could go to this thing for free. You know, that is not a, a bad theory. That's what happened. That is really not a bad theory at now. And she did very freely pay for drinks. Like like paying for drinks was not and I and it's dude, it's Sunday at midnight. I don't want to fucking drink at all. But if you're offering oh God. Yes. I had one. I had a I had a I had the tiny little bottle of, of Moe, which when you dump it in a glass is a sad amount of alcohol. So you just had a, a tiny champagne? Yes. Okay. That now, lasted all the way through Ronnie Chang, and then that was it. <laughs> Who were the openers? It was Ronnie Chang. Yep. Moa Murr. Yep. Michael Che. Yep. And Earthquake. Okay. And then Dave Chappelle. Yes. And then there was a closer. Who was the closer? Uh, not, And I left for the closer. The closer was not a comedian. Who was it? Busta Rhymes. Oh, so, yeah, around 2.30 in the morning, Buster Rhymes comes out on stage. I can't think of something that would excite me less. <laughs> That's sort of how I felt. Just be like, all right. <laughs> now, when you left, was everyone like, ooh, finally a seat? Like, was it like a game of musical chairs where everyone uh, oh, sat down and you were like, I guess I leave now? Yeah, they all got to enjoy Buster Rhymes with as much knee room as they wanted. Dude, I am telling you. And do, and I was so you, you all not paid only was for I, that woman's seat. Not only was I leaning forward to cover for the usher, but the whole time is like they're sort of pressed up against me because we're out of space, and 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 I'm trying to like be the wall to not interrupt the pleasant date happening on my right. Like I don't want to be all crowding and bumping into him all the time. I got to be the, the shock absorber. Date? These people you don't know. Yeah, there's yeah, there's just two people like like who must have been look, like what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, Dude, the people around us all were sort of looking over like, is this for real? Like, this is happening. All also, right. Also, imagine. No one's saying anything. Imagine you're this tourist, right? I guess. You know, I'm only working with the facts I've been given. And, and again, that's how I understood the situation. You go to some music show, I guess, in New York. Uh-huh. One of the musicians on stage says, hey, would you like to go buy, a, presumably buy a ticket to Dave Chappelle? You say, shit, yeah, I'm in New York City, biggest city in the world, Sunday night, surprise Dave Chappelle show, I'll go. The musician shows up at the show as well and then sits on your lap the whole time. <laughs> Dude, this is exactly what happened. I hate that woman. <laughs> I hate her. I, I don't have to meet her. Would I like her? Doesn't seem like it. Do you think I would vibe with her? Absolutely not. Okay. Now, so you never said a thing. I want to move on, but you never said, hey, this seems like a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I definitely did a couple times and her, her, like the one time where we got yelled at or there was, okay. So there was once that the, the usher definitely noticed. Right? I would have definitely been like, they don't have a ticket. Deal with this. <laughs> I don't know either of these people. The only person I know is Jeff, my the, friend, Jeff, the usher definitely noticed and started talking down the aisle, but he had a mask on and I'm like, Hey, there you're going to get yelled at. And she's like, huh? I'm like, you're going to get yelled at. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And just totally fucking ignored the usher and he went away. Oh, God. And four minutes later, five minutes later, came back with a supervisor who yelled down. Ma'am, ma'am, you can't sit on the lap. And that's when it happened that there was just the, the one seat was empty and she sat right in it. If that if that guy hadn't got up, if her coworker hadn't got up and gone to the bathroom, mm. we would have been fucked. Would you have just volunteered to leave to get out of the uncomfortable situation? No, but I was. I had already determined how I would handle it, and it's that. Um, <laughs> just what 
I had a ticket, right? Yeah. I, I I had a ticket. I had a physical. It was printed out, but I, I would have just hopped ticket. on Jeff's lap and been like, "You don't know who doesn't have one at this point." <laughs> but I know that they that the other half of the group did the pass back, right? So it was it, Jeff had a ticket and I had a ticket, and it was over there that someone was missing one. So I would just keep a hold of mine when they started doing the ticket check and make sure that I, because I know she was going to try to do the pass back trick again in front of the ushers. That's insane. I know it is, but you know that I know that's what was coming. Because eventually they'd be like, wait, so you have two tickets that are the same thing? Exactly. Pull them both out at the same time. They're not stupid. (laughs) All right. right. Anyway, so is that the, are those the major highlights of the Dave Chappelle show? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, that sounds stressful as shit. I would I would have just been like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah, Chappelle was funny. Michael Shea was funny. Yeah. Everyone was funny. Shea. I know, everyone says I say it wrong, but... Yeah, because you do. You to. just said Shea. Michael Shea. Michael Che. Yeah. I need to hit that ch harder. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, yes, I'm you are saying I'm a casual about it. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, well, you had sent me. Well, I, how did you how did you feel about uh, your 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 favorite athlete yesterday losing it that made the the rounds around the news? Uh, what did he do? What Tom Brady do? He he uh, chewed out the offensive line. Well, it seemed like they were playing like shit. Uh, I mean, they let the Steelers beat. Them. Yeah, they lost to a. I mean, the, the apparently the Buccaneers. Like, I just I'm this a huge is, Steelers fan. I know they let the Steelers beat them. This is um, you know. Feels like Tom Brady probably should not have come back for this season. Okay. Now look, maybe they'll figure it out and get it together. But that team has not been playing well. His marriage has fallen apart. He's screaming at the offensive line. But what shocks me the most about this, right? And I understand that he is, without a doubt, the greatest football player of all time, the way I see it. Yeah. Uh, Probably the best team sport athlete of all time. He has seven titles. He's bulletproof in that sense. However... He did skip the Saturday practice and the Saturday walkthrough, and he went to Robert Kraft's wedding this week. And if you're gonna, even if you're the greatest of all time, right? If you're gonna do that shit, you gotta win the fucking game. It's amazing, Mark, how you, I don't know if you're pretending or not, that when I brought it up, you're like, what happened? I have no idea. I saw I him yelling at his it. offensive line, but that happens from time to time. He's like he's like their father's age compared well, to most of them. But then you said what uh, 90% of everyone was saying when I looked at the Twitter responses. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, it, it, was, uh, it was one thing that he was at Kraft, Robert Kraft's wedding this past week, which Robert Kraft threw a party, which uh, only celebrities do this, by the way. Where yeah. they're like, you know, we all just thought we were going over for a champagne and caviar fest, and it turned out it was their wedding. It's oh like, my yeah, God. it's like, talk- yeah, because rich people don't need gifts. Everyone else needs to let you know it's their wedding <laughs> so they can get some Pottery Barn stuff. Isn't that the convers- only difference? I, it is. I had a conversation with somebody who was there about it today. Who was there? Was it Ed Sheeran? It was Ed Sheeran. Oh, what did he say? Was he like, it was lovely? I saw Tom Brady. He said, I'm going to scream at my teammates. <laughs> he said that uh, he, he the song that he sang for their first dance was perfect. Yeah. You know what looks perfect when you're marrying an 81-year-old man and you're 47? Hopefully, actually, you know what hopefully doesn't look perfect? His The his prenup eyes. you had to sign or oh, wow. his heart valves. I don't know. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm telling you. It's true love. Yeah. 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 Put your old wrinkly balls on me. Do it up. That's a terrible sound bite. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, I had some, like, I was out Saturday night, too. Wait, wait, wait. But hold on. I want to go back to Tom Brady for a second, though. Okay. It's just... You know, I, I, one, I can't believe they didn't cover in the game, let alone that they lost outright. But it just seems like Mr. Team Sports, Mr. Football First, all that stuff has all of a sudden this year tried to coast a little bit. And look, I'm just basing this on media reports. And you clearly see a difference. And it's just a terrible look. And Tom Brady, his entire career, has done things the right way. Yeah. And so this type of shit where it's like, 
he's screaming at the guys and you know it's like obvious I do believe that there's a hierarchy and yes Tom Brady should be able to get away with a little bit more because there's no doubt that Tom Brady knows what he's doing however it's a terrible look terrible and that is new for him he's semi-retired it seems like oh man should not this is just like they they need to it the the joke is really true it's like Tom Brady realizing he threw his marriage away so we could lose (laughs) in the wild card round like it's true I was listening. No, I was listening to um, uh, Bennington last yeah. week. Yeah, and Ron threw a theory out that I thought. Oh, by the way, you're going to get really pissed off here in a few minutes. All right. There's a garbage truck coming up the street. Oh yeah, I, I do hate that. Making collections. So okay, they're going to be in front of my apartment. Soon great enough. Great. Um, Ron threw out a theory an alternate Tom Brady theory that made the most sense of all of it that, that I'm like, wow, I I can't believe more people aren't saying it that way. What? That, that the marriage Tom retired, right? Yeah. And he went home and the marriage fell apart and he realized the marriage fell apart and he went, Oh fuck. I quit football. Meaning, meaning that his, he had nothing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Like, because think of the news trickles to us so much slower. Like, we don't get the day-by-day or the blow-by-blow. What we hear, it's like a cruise ship. What we hear, the captain steered five weeks ago. Wow, that is very loud behind you. Yeah. Oh, and they're still all the way at the bottom of the block. Just wait till they get in front of my apartment. Well, I guess we'll have to pause then. <laughs> but the, the, you're listening to this is happening. But here's the thing. I actually, I am of the belief that it is that Tom said he was going to be home and focus more on the family, and then he went back to playing. Yeah. And that, and she was like, what the fuck? Right. It makes the most sense. Because like, think about, for his job the way it is, think about all the sacrifices that have to be made. From basically July uh, through February every year, it's Tom time. Yes. Every year for the past 20 years. I mean, I know they haven't been married for 20 years, but so when he says, listen, this is my last time and then I'm coming home and he does that whole thing last year and he retires and whatever. And then, you know, like weeks later, I think it was 44 days or something. It was like a Kim Kardashian marriage of of time. And then he said, eh, topical? No, not topical at all. Chris Humphreys? Five years ago? Six, <laughs> how long ago was that? Like a decade now? Um, yeah, it's been like 15 years ago, whatever. dude. But but with that being said, seriously, I would only say, man, I would only say and you might know something about this, but it also sounds like the life of a school teacher. OK, meaning <laughs> meaning a uh, meaning uh, most of the year, intense, uh, intense input and then a few months of off and nothing to do. A few months. First of all, a school teacher. Uh, works a, a longer months I, an, than an NFL yes. player. Also, the difference between school teacher and an NFL player is if, if you're a school teacher, you more likely than not have to be doing that job to continue making money to support I your understand, family. Yeah, I know, I understand. No, no, no. Whereas Tom Brady is rich as shit. Not only that, he has a $375 million contract from Fox Sports that could start the day he retires. <laughs> so it's not like he needs to be doing this. Fox like prepaid for their gas. It's very smart. I yeah. I just it's just wild that I I don't know. It, it's it's. I think on some level, what happened was Tom Brady was so good at this that he was like, all right, maybe I can like try and be, almost be like a part time player. It looks right. like yeah. No, that doesn't it doesn't work that way. No, apparently not. I, I I still think they'll get it together, but this is I feel the same way I felt about the Patriots in his last season there, where it's like I mean it's Tom Brady, they'll be there at the end, <laughs> but maybe he won't be. I, nope. I it's just I ah good luck. I feel oh just bad. really really quick before we move on to another thing. I just wanted to I forgot to tell you, and who knows how much bullshit it is or not, but it mm. might be a hundred percent true mm. that that Chappelle said the reason the show is at midnight is because he wanted to do a show in New York, but he had to take his daughter that night to see Steve Lacey. Who's that? He's a singer. Okay. Yeah, that was all. Okay. I just wanted to throw that in. So, that's why it was at 11.59? Yeah. Okay. 
is because he had to take his daughter to a concert first, and then he could come. To well, it makes show. sense, considering it doesn't sound like he came on till one in the morning. So yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I had a really weird Saturday night. Oh, oh, were you with a weird. woman? Mm, two, two, but not like that. Okay. Was it I, um, that you thought you were going on a date, but then one woman just sat in the other woman's lap the whole time? No, no, that was the next night. Here, that can happen. <laughs> um, we, I, I met a couple friends out, right? Yeah. And we're walking from. I met my friends, and then we're walking to uh, to a bar to grab a drink. And as we're doing it, we're going by uh, a CVS, the one on eighty six in Amsterdam. Yeah, and there are two employees. Uh, in a physical altercation, dragging a man—not dragging—they're—they're um, they're being drugged by a man out of the store, uh, and they start pulling shit out of his pockets and out of his bags. It's diapers and toothpaste. Okay. And the two guys are just basically saying, "Give the shit back and get out of here." So they're being dragged by a man, or they're dragging a man? Well, they don't—they want the stuff, and the guy is trying to get away. Can you like? I understand that there's an element of. You know, not on my watch that takes place where yeah. you just you want to win because you know what's happening and you right. know that somebody's trying to like it's sort of like, uh, you know, if we do a concert, speaking of getting into concerts, you know, tickets to like if somebody tries to get into a serious XM show that I, and I know they're not on the list. Now, Ryan, we know what my job is. I do events when I'm yeah. not hosting the show. I have the power to just add them to the list right just like, say oh oh look you're on the list now i can make it so Imagine. at any point yeah but sometimes people are shitty and when they they're like trying to circumvent me in a way and be like oh no i did it you see like my name is i'm just like i get annoyed even though it doesn't really matter one way or another i just oh, want to prove that i am right and i know and i almost feel like that's what these cvs employees were doing where because can you imagine getting in an altercation in new york city with some you know guy that's stealing over toothpaste you're not i'm not done yet okay i mean that's the thing is is you're right like everything you're saying you're right but like that's that was you're right that was going to be my point number 1 is they're not paid enough to, to get in a in a physical conflict How with somebody. How far away did you watch this from? Because it seems like if you're, you've picked up a lot of the story if you're not even done yet. Ten feet. Okay, and you just... Uh, it happened. It was right in front of us. And it's like, just... as we were walking by the entrance, these people uh, fell out. And what do you gain by watching this happen? It was, they were blocking the path, and it was, stay back so we don't get involved. All right. I would have just been like, let's cross the street, but Whatever. <laughs> Continue. Busy Avenue. Busy Avenue. So they're fighting, and they finally get most of the shit from the guy. And then from out of nowhere, two cops roll up. Uh And they're out of their car already, so they've been there for a second. (laughs) And um, they walk inside the store. (laughs) So they do nothing about the... Correct. Well, did the employees try and stop them? The employees had walked. The the employees had walked inside the store, or were moved picking up the stuff. One of them was still outside picking up the stuff, and one of them had moved towards the door or was going inside. And the 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 shoplifter was Mm -hmm. still standing there, sort of swearing at them. And bold move by the shoplifter. Yeah, just to say, no, I was right. I fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So- and the and and so there's one person in our crowd and and people from other crowd that sort of tell the cops like, "Hey, that's your guy." And they were like, "We're not even here for that. We're just here to get stuff for ourselves." No, I I don't know. I don't know whether they got called for that. I don't know if they drove by and saw it. I don't know if they needed a Snickers and a Gatorade. Like, I have no idea, but regardless of what it was, they they asked the store employees if they were okay, mm-hmm. and then then that was then we moved on. But that was it, and we just watched the guy. So what did you want them to do? Gun down the man who had been stealing toothpaste? Nobody's he's he's I, he's standing there. At least have I, I, it look. You think it, they want to deal with all that paperwork over some fucking uh, toothpaste? Do you know? Do you realize like the the, the reason? Now look, I get it. And the difference between going to a CVS in the city versus or a, any city, because this happens in most cities, versus, uh, say, a suburban CVS is, I mean, everything is locked up. It is the most annoying experience. Yeah. Not yeah. even just like razor blades and diapers and toothpaste. 
everything. I went to the to what? the point they need to rethink their model. The aisle, the the U shop up and down the aisle model no longer works for the big box pharmacies in in New York City. Especially because need- you got to hit a button. You you it's everything's locked up, right? So then you yeah. have to hit a button where it's like uh, service needed in body wash. And then, of course, because the whole place is now mostly automated where you check out, there's no one working. So you just right. stand there for six minutes like and an asshole. someone happens to walk by with you. You just keep hitting the button. Yeah. Um, so, but they, no, they need to go to a, 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 like a counter service where you walk up and like you, you, you uh, pick on a kiosk once you want and then it like, shows up like in a, a liquor store that's in yeah. a bad neighborhood. Yep. Exactly like that. That's okay. they, because no, because shopping at them is, is it's un it's untenable. I think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it was just, it was discouraging. <laughs> and so you confusing. now did you pull out your cell phone and start recording these cops? No, no. Okay, because here's realistically, let's think about this. Yeah. One, not even sure they were called for this. You know, they doesn't just, matter. I mean, like if they're witnessing, it kind of does because nah, it doesn't. I, I I think it does. Because also, if the store doesn't want to press charges, what are they supposed to do? You, okay, then you can stop. Maybe, and you're right. Maybe, maybe the store has a has, has a standing policy, and they know that of of they don't press charges. Dude, you're if right. I recall, I, don't I remember that. like a national article that CVS. There's so much theft from CVS that it's it's like a serious problem. CVS, which is why I was surprised to see two employees. Physically, who were not—they didn't appear as though their job was like security. It looked like they were guys that were stocking the shelves or running the cash register. The West Side Rag near you. Yeah, that's that's a a reputable uh, Upper West Side news source. Yeah, drugstore shoplifting leads to locked down locations. Dwayne Reed, CVS and Rite Aid stores that we surveyed says there's no single cause, but you know. There's a lot of uh, things locked down. At Fox 5, NYC drugstores experiencing shoplifting crisis. Yeah. Well, it's because when the cops get there, they ignore it. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair to say. It would seem. I mean, they completely ignored it. And whether the store press charge, press charges or presses charges or not, if they're there and, like, witness something, why wouldn't you act on it? You're on break, I don't think, is a very good excuse. I uh, I do appreciate one West Side Rag reader in this article. Um, it's saying, I won't stop in those stores anymore. I'm not the thief and should not be treated as one. Like, they're annoyed the things are locked up. <laughs> Better for the store to stop the thieves. They don't want to. So they treat me and other honest customers like we are in the store to steal. Amazon doesn't treat me that, may- that way. And it's like, wait a second, sir or ma'am. I don't know if this logic... <laughs> completely holds that would be like saying like why do we need these jails if you, do you if, think i'm a murderer <laughs> the west side rag is a wonderful community news blog like it does a great job it's it like it keeps it like it's open and closed businesses and the and the you know the news stories in the neighborhood but if you're not from new york city and if you've never been to new york city it is it is a sketch comedy almost parody like for what a liberal neighborhood blog would look like this is, is that fair to say i guess i don't i don't read it oh it's almost sometimes it's almost you think it's almost a parody of itself but it's not so so they talk to a couple security guards at these drugstores it seems to <laughs> um the one one guard said he sees the same people shoplifting regularly. As in all the stores we visited, he said that unarmed security guards were instructed specific, specifically not to confront or try to stop shoplifters because they might be armed or violent. I've seen this myself, actually, at a CVS here in Connecticut, and it was a father with his two kids. They just took a bunch of candy and left as these old ladies were like, they're stealing. And I was like, all right, ladies, I don't give a fuck. Like, they were looking at me like I should do something about it. I was <laughs> like, Stop them. Get in the way. I, was like, I, I have a daughter. I'm not getting involved in this shit right. over, like, some Rolos. Um, we're more of a deterrent than anything else, the guard said. And while he believes the NYPD does their best to respond, he surmises that with serious crime on the rise, we're not too high on the totem pole. Well, they had responded, and they gave no response. They were on scene as it was happening and literally fucking ignored it. It was it was shocking. This is wild. 
It, it really, it really was. I, I, it's to the point where I thought about writing a, like a letter to the to the precinct, and just being like, "Yo, just so you know, I saw that shit." And they'd be like, "Just so you know, they, fuck off." They totally fucking ignore it. Yeah, exactly. like I mean, because <laughs> here's the thing. I understand that police are part of the community, and I know that we've had our fair share of debates well, you about co- You copy the mayor and the commissioner on it, too. Sure, or, sure. But but this this would be like me. Have you ever made a mistake during the during an interview with somebody? You ever done that? Oh, yeah. I called, um, I called Ed Sheeran Justin Bieber today. All right. So imagine if I sent a letter copying Scott Greenstein, president of SiriusXM, Jennifer Witz, CEO of SiriusXM. I sent a letter to you. It's like, hey, I was listening to the morning mashup. Just so you know, I heard Ryan call Ed Sheeran Justin Bieber to his face. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, hey, shut the fuck up. I know more about my job than you do. Would you not? I mean, yes, but, but I don't really dictate anyone's safety. Uh, well, I mean, did anyone get hurt? Uh, I don't know if any of the employees got hurt, but I'll tell you that there was the... the you the, you, you the... know that they didn't. Oh, you... I, I... No, 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 no. I know that there was no serious injuries. You, Do you, I know you that said that they gonna... asked if they were okay. Right. Do I need right? Do do I know that the the one guy isn't going to have a giant bruise on his rib in the morning? No. What was but, the but, man but, punching him? Yes. So the sh- the guy was punching the employees. Yes. I got to be honest with you. Very uncool opinion. They were they were not they were they not, shouldn't uh, have done what they did. I that's what I agree. So I, it's I was like shocked. you put yourself in this situation now you're getting punched. I mean, they were not, like, aimed punches. It was more get-off-me thrashing. Dude, I'm actually... Here's here's another thing. I actually wonder, because we were talking about this a little bit last week, with the... Uh, and speaking of, remember our friend uh, Bobby Wagner from yeah. the uh, Los Angeles Rams? This is the same yeah. situation. Why can't the shoplifters say, who the fuck are these two guys attacking me? <laughs> right, I know. You're 100% right. I agree with you. So, uh, you know, and and so then this happens and we cross the street and we're talking about it. Mm. And and as we're crossing the street, a girl walks up to us and she's like, hey, it's so good to see you guys. And goes in to my friend Jess to give her a hug and says, just pretend like, you know, me. And and they, you know, you do the little fake. Hey, good to see you. And and their guy a guy walks by and we're like he's was he following you and she's like oh yeah and for like a few blocks and I crossed the street and it's fucking weird and then she came uh, to the bar and had tater tots with us. Okay, so here's what I'm hearing. Now you did not know this woman previously. No, correct? no. I mean, under terrible circumstances, but what a great beginning to a rom com. I, I I seriously, you know. So was she cute? Yeah. Did you get her number? Uh, we we uh, exchanged. Uh, there's a, there's a group. Where did group she Instagram. live? Did you follow her home? <laughs> no. What if this is how? What if what? Now, now here's what's weird. It, now here's what's weird. What if the level. man that walked by in the first place? What if this is just a cycle she does, where she had already done the same to him and gotten tater tots with him and then moved on to her next? So what was the? Was she like that? Like was she? What's her deal? Do you like her? Are you in love? No, she was very cool. She no, she just dude. She was just we just uh, there you was, saved her life. We did. We saved her life that night, and and so we we okay, bought like, um, some I, cheese sticks and tater tots, and uh, and and had a, a wonderful time chatting about. I it. I get what she was doing, totally get it, right? right. But I feel like there's a about a billion other ways to get out of that situation than hug a stranger because if in new york city if somebody came up to me and said pretend like you know me i'd say what so there are a lot i'm gonna need some more information before we hug (laughs) there's a lot of people that that yes you're right we're gonna need some more information before we hug this was this this she this was a not scary person was she cute yes okay so if she had been ugly, it would have been different, right? Well, uh, it, not even so much ugly, but you can just tell that they had their shit together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. As compared to somebody who might be like... Couldn't she have just walked into the CVS? 
Couldn't she have done multiple things? Whatever. I'm glad she's safe, and I'm glad you fed her tots and sent her on her way. Yeah. But. I mean, I guess we were we were the, the first. Uh, what if you had been murderers, though? What a. I know. What a. What a, what a verse. What an Alanis Morissette verse that would have been. Like, I just watched the documentary about the. Uh, on. There's a documentary right now on Netflix about a guy who uh, built built submarines in Norway. Yeah. And he was really like this crazy fucking killer yeah. inside. He had like these murder fantasies. And then some journalist wrote him and he's and she's like, Can I come do an interview with you about your submarine? He's like, Oh yeah, you can. And then killed her? Oh yeah. You know what I've noticed about all these this is a segue for something that I've been meaning to bring up and he this- even tells her he's like, You have no idea the lion's den you're walking into. Come on. Had he killed others? No. He just wanted to kill someone and she reached out. Apparently, well, because he was somewhat known. Like, he was some. he's like an inventor famous. Okay. And and so she was- Like the guy know, who made the squatty pot. No, I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes. So so she wanted to do a story on him. and Because okay. I guess there was conflict or like there was somewhat inventor controversy around him. So- and, and yeah, and so he was like, had all these like, I guess, you know, jerked off to murder porn. <laughs> or as I just call it, porn. Yeah. Um, the, the I've noticed there's a there's a clear um, cycle now that happens with all these these murder documentaries and whatever. There's, um, you know, the murder happens years later. Now we make the story about it. People get interested in it. Then the victims' families are like, "This renewed interest is making me sad again." Or then, this renewed interest is great. Maybe we'll find the killer. How about Adnan? Getting Adnan? out of from cereal. Oh yes, yes. But no, the the like I saw Dahmer's victims were like the Jeffrey Dahmer Halloween costumes are making us sad. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, it's it's unfortunate that you're. Too soon. It's unfortunate that your relatives were killed. I feel very bad for that. But it's not like it was a drunk driving accident. They had to be killed by, like, the most famous I'm going to eat you guy. So the problem is, it's just that that's is it, not... Is it, is, it, is it Dahmer or Army Hammer now? I don't think Army Hammer really did it. I don't okay. know. But Sorry. but the Army Hammer's just the most famous I'm going to be in the Justice League and also sell you a timeshare guy or whatever he did was it. But the, the... In all seriousness, like... It's just because they got killed by the eating people, dude. It's just not regular enough. That's why it's weird to us. So I love when they're just like, oh, it's making me sad again. It's like, had you not thought about it? Had you not, like, like everything, you know, tragedy plus time equals Halloween costume. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Anyway. There's so many people that already look like Jeffrey Dahmer, though. Mm. They don't even need to try. I haven't watched Dahmer. I haven't either. I have really. I love well, Richard Well, you won't Jenkins. even watch Stranger Things. So right. if you watched Dahmer, I'd think that was odd. Fair. The the the, the little like like trailer that plays when you're scrolling through Netflix freaks me out. Where the guy walks into his apartment and he's like, oh, what's that smell? Hmm. It's people. <laughs> Is that what they say? No, that's the ending of uh, Soylent Green, a movie you would absolutely fucking hate. Soylent Green, isn't that it's like the made name? made of people. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't Soylent like that drink? Yes. That's why it's really fucking weird that they called themselves Soylent. And there's a movie from the 70s that I think takes place right around this time. Like, I think we're in Soylent Green Oh, where Green they were times. basically eating people, and so it's like, is the drink made of people? Right. So so like the plot is right is that the world is completely overpopulated. Mm. It is 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 impossible. What's impossible? Finding food. uh, You cut out for a second. Finding food. Finding fresh food. Finding fresh food. Okay. Is impossible. So there's a company that harvests seaweed and then turns them into nutritious uh, cakes or cookies, if you will, biscuits. Mm-hmm. And it's the Soylent Company, and they distribute their food, um, you know, uh, and and um, there's Soylent Red Day, and and I think Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. 
and like Soylent Green is the hottest one. Everyone wants the Soylent Green, but there's some sort of secret. And um, Edward G. Robinson and Charlton Heston hmm. find out together in a really bad way that it's made of people. people. What's people. the red one made out of? I, I I assume seaweed. It could be people too. They tell you it's seaweed. <laughs> They're all but made it could of be people. people too. It turns out. Okay, yeah, it's probably all people. That movie sounds terrible. It's a, it's a, it's it's one of those like bad good movies. Oh my god. Have you I saw if anyone hasn't watched Halloween Ends or which would probably be a lot of you cuz I think it came out on Friday, okay? You it's, told me about this. It's streaming on Peacock. This is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Not hyperbole. I truly think it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It is such a disjointed piece of shit that I om- that I I want you to watch it, Ryan, <laughs> because I just now f- fair, full disclosure. I was extremely. I watched it in two sittings. I was extremely high for both of them. Okay. So, but my wife was not high. And she had the same complaints I had about the film. But it just seems completely disjointed. There's no lead up into why any of this shit's happening. And it's just the most bizarre thing. Not like Michael Myers previously made a sense and a lot of sense in the other, I don't know, 20 movies. Right. But at the end of... Uh, well, okay, hold on, hold on. Go. Do you want to keep going, or can I start asking questions? You can start... I mean, look, guys, well, I, are we? is this going to take us to the end of the show? We got How about... Much- we got about six minutes left. It or might, so. it might, it might get us to the end. All right. So if you have, if you want to see this film, I guess stop listening, and I'll answer Ryan's questions truthfully. I, I, okay. So, do you think when you said there was no lead up and this just started happening, do you think that there is a prerequisite of the previous twenty Halloween movies? I've seen the previous two at least, and and they're like the ones in this series. You uh-huh. know, like the ones that have come out recently. Right. So I, I. If the only prereq I could see is at the end of the last movie, for some reason, it looked like Michael was dead, like actually dead. And then he like came back from the bed, the dead (laughs) and (laughs) and started like 40 people were trying to kill him at once. And he became like a like a sentient beast where he was not a man anymore, which defeated the whole purpose of... Because, like, the whole thing is that he's, like, a dude. But then he became evil, okay? And he was... He killed, like, 40 people at once. I'm going to try to land the plane on this question. Yeah. And we're going to see if you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, You've been to the burger joint in the Parker Meridian. Mm Mm-hmm. So in, in this hotel in New York City, there's you go behind a curtain, and they've spent a bunch of money to make it look like it's a break room from the 1970s. Yeah. But it's really a set, right? Like, it, that, that shit's all fake. Much in the way that horror movies, and I'm not a big horror genre person, but horror movies are always are typically, like, low budget, a little kitschy kind of almost bad but they're bad good movies yeah so were they trying to recreate that low budget kitschy 70s 80s halloween type thing in in a burger uh right you know ryan the and first, just miss the, the mark first thing that happened so basically in this movie do you get what i'm saying yeah i i, I don't know because at one point there's like Everyone in town is listening to this one radio station, which is like the first of all, the funniest thing. Like FM radio is still just crushing it in this town. All right. It's just tuned in to Johnny Sore Throat. Dude, it's wild. And so so then basically I, I, I even need more time to discuss this. Like I almost want you to watch it and then we could talk about it. But my question is, do you think that it was bad because it was just bad and they fucked it up and they had no idea what it they were doing? It was bad because Wait, the minute... Okay. Were, it, they, were they trying to be bad and they were bad at being no, bad? No, no, I don't think they were trying to be bad. Jamie Lee Curtis plays it way too fucking straight for them try, for trying to have made this bad. It also makes no sense. It just... It, it's 
there you have to connect so many threads in your own head that like I'm not an idiot, but they there needs to be a, a certain level of explanation, and there's not. Just to give you an idea, in the first five minutes of the movie, right? There's this there's this guy, he seems to be doing well, he's a nerd, he's babysitting, right? And he accidentally He accidentally kills a child. Oh no. This didn't need to happen. And all that does, all that serves to do is send his life down a bad path where he can't get a job or whatever. Because he killed a child. Well, There's, that would send your life down a pretty dark I path. I know, Ryan, but you would think you think it's because, oh, maybe he killed his child because the spirit of Michael Myers was in him or some bullshit or Michael Myers actually killed the guy and he didn't do it. No, no, no. I feel like there's a lot of other ways than killing a kid to get this man into a dark situation. <laughs> well, but it's a horror movie. You have but to it wasn't make a it. Horror. It, was, it wasn't a horror movie. It wasn't like a brutal horror killing. It was like he accidentally opened a door into the kid who fell over a railing <laughs> onto I the mean, ground. I mean, that's horrifying. Yeah, it is. In a real, like, you know, why don't they just do a In movie? In an Eric Clapton sort of way. Yes, exactly. Fucking Halloween 10, Tears in Heaven. I don't know why they they did this. Can you watch this movie this evening? Can you do uh, that for me? It's a it's not even that gory. I mean, there's certain parts are really fucking gory. But but it's so bad. I'm supposed to have dinner tonight. Let's see what happens when I get home. It you're not if you don't like Stranger Things, this is gonna be too scary for you. Okay, yeah, then no, I'm not gonna but watch it's it. It's so bad. I, it's the it's truly the worst movie I've ever seen, and I give it a million stars. I wow. can't recommend it enough because I was just like, "What?" But is see, ha- that's a bad, good movie. No, at my, there, we only have a minute left. Michael Myers at one point he's like living underground at this point because he's like a monster that I think he's like a not a human but also maybe a human. I'm dead serious. He's living underground, and then this kid somehow finds him and he, he's like, "Teach me!" And they like ritualistically kill this one guy. But there were so many strange gay overtones while they're doing it. Oh wow! Like like the guy, the kid is laying holding the guy on top of him, right? Like, his back is on the kid's chest as Michael's stabbing him in the heart, but the kid is, like, making these faces behind him as he's like, ugh, ugh, and then he, like, pushes the guy's... It, it was very... It was like what I would imagine... It had the energy of a gay porno. It was okay. I, It was just very, very weird. Okay. And, and, and just a terrible film, and yet, as I said, cannot recommend it enough. What network was it on? It's on Peacock. Streaming uh-huh. on Peacock, and I believe also in theaters. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? No, I mean, Peacock. Yeah. I subscribe. I like AP Bio. <laughs> Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.